The Koi Gig Pod. I wouldn't care if Megan Campbell didn't have hamstrings left. If yeah. she just stood on the sideline, she has to play. And subscribe to the feed in the OTB Sports app now. OTB GAA. Now you're welcome back. So since 2014, Gaelic Games has been a part of the Sky Sports offering. That will be no more from next year. A new broadcast deal set to be announced uh, this week, we think tomorrow. And uh, the news broke this afternoon that Sky would not be uh, continuing the relationship with the GEA. There was a statement from the Sky Ireland chief executive, J.D. Buckley, who talked about a strong willingness on both sides to continue the partnership. A factor, he said, in the decision has been the new shortened GEA season and its knock-on impact on the number of games Sky Sports wanted to broadcast. Uh, the Sky Statement thanked the president of the GEA and the GEA commercial director, Peter McKenna, and the wider GEA team for their support throughout and said both parties committed to identifying potential future partnership opportunities. But certainly Sky Sports broadcasting GA uh, is no more as of next year. Mick Foley of the Sunday Times is with us. Evening, Mick. Hey, Joe. How are you? Yeah, very well. Uh, this news broke, I think, off the ball broken, in fact, uh, earlier on, and it was a surprise to me. I hadn't heard rumblings this was coming. Had you been hearing things? Um, not, not to this kind of, you know, it's it's coming, it's going to go kind of stuff. You had kind of heard bits and pieces, all right, that like maybe the relationship wasn't... You couldn't even say it was bad. It was just kind of indifferent almost, or, there, you know, it was kind of, you know, I suppose at times it would kind of flare up from time to time. You might see that Sky weren't exactly getting the uh, the primo games that they might like, um, whether that was down to GS scheduling or different different things that were kind of moving around that kind of obliged them to broadcast games that maybe they might not wanted to. So maybe in those moments, uh, you know, you kind of get the sense that everybody's getting a bit tired of this. But um, no, I think, and I think, you know, the first thing that comes to mind, and, and oftentimes when we have these conversations, these are the people that are forgotten, but there are people here that have lost their jobs today, you know, and have lost have lost uh, contracts and stuff like that for work that would have kept them ticking over during next year for different periods. And, uh, you know, whatever about the the, uh, the people we hear and see on, on, on these broadcasts, there's a world of people are in, the, in the back room that are making these things as good as they are. Uh, and they're the people I'm kind of thinking of, a, a t- when, you know, when you hear news like this, they're the first people I think of um, that you know there is there are people here who've just lost incomes today so I mean in terms of sort of the impact and the outcome the legacy and so on is one thing but you know there is a there is a real human story here as well like just in terms of people losing their jobs and so on Yes agree I suspect we both know lots of them and it's a very sad yeah. day for them so uh, we're thinking of them and it's it's just an awful day when you get that news and, and in the media industry it can happen all too quickly and all too out of nowhere as, as, as we both know I'm sure uh, the word seems to be that Sky were looking for uh, 16 exclusive championship matches next year. They had last year, for instance, 14 exclusive matches, plus the two finals and the four semi-finals across both codes, so 20 in total. But they had 14 exclusive games. It seems they wanted 16 exclusive championship matches and uh, 16 league games as well. And then that proposal later became eight league games, but without a guarantee of... Uh, first choice in games and, and the quality of yeah. game that they might get and then league was taken off the table and it seems the negotiations were somewhere around the offering of 13 championship games to Sky as opposed to the 16 requested and again quality of game not guaranteed so there was a bit of a distance there between both parties Sounds like it uh, and I think you know when you see the league being brought into the conversation that says a lot 
uh, about where broadcasters' priorities are now when it comes to the GA season, you know. Um, the early rounds of the championship are not of any interest, uh, particularly in the football. They are, do not move the dial. It's the league is where it's at. Uh, and that, you know, speaks again to something around GA championship structures and so on and so forth and where they need to go. Um, but yeah, like it looks, I mean, the thing is, I don't know whether you could say this is the end for Sky. You know, the GA media market is so small, it would it would not be a good idea for the GA to be cutting their ties, burning the bridges, and absolutely, you know, you know, flipping the bird to Sky. You know, I, I and I'm sure that hasn't happened. Uh, like you say, it just sounds like a negotiation that didn't quite get to where both parties wanted it to get to. On this occasion, I would I would be surprised. I would be very surprised if Sky are completely cut out of this in future. Mm. So the shortened intercounty season there in that Sky statement was cited as a reason. It, uh, it's hard to tot up exactly uh, the number of games that are on this year versus uh, next year, but I, I presume there are more on across uh, next year and, and similar throw-in times, and, and so maybe there might have been oppor- an opportunity to, to have one game on RTE and one game on Sky, yeah. but uh, for whatever reason, that doesn't seem to be a goer. Like, if, if there are more games on next year in that condensed window then I would have thought actually you need as many broadcast partners as possible to, to pull it all off. Although the the, the uh, obvious logic is either a bunch of these games will just be on GEA Go or else they won't be on TV whatsoever. I presume that's it. I presume that's it. I mean, if you rewind back the clock to 2014, like one of the big things um, why Sky were brought on board was because they had those digital and mobile platforms that the GA were looking to develop themselves. So, you know, whether that actually panned out or not is another day's work, but that was, you know, something that the GA liked to look of. Now the GA would say that well, they have GA Go, as you say, as an option for people to pay their couple of quid and go and watch their game. Um, what I'd say possibly comes back as well then from a Sky point of view to, well, well, what are we getting, you know? I mean, what are we getting versus the investment that we have to make to go down to a ground, set up, broadcast it in a way that people... It is acceptable to people to watch on television. You often hear people going on about, well, sure, like, why why isn't it just, you know, why don't we have all these things broadcast? Like, you can just do it, you know? It's an enormous operation to broadcast a live television event, a, a sporting event. Mm. Um, so perhaps from a, from a Sky perspective, they're going, well, we're going to have to actually spend more, send more trucks out, you know, build more temporary structures, you know, get people to places, get them back, blah, 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 blah. And how many people are actually going to watch? And as you say, I mean, even as it is now, you know, in a smaller season, the t- the the, quad- the caliber of games they were getting probably wasn't what they were looking for. I mean, there was a situation I, I remember last year, or, or sorry, this year. I mean, um, where there was a double bill uh, where Donegal and Armagh in football was going to be on in Crow Park, but it was switched to Clare and Roscommon. So they got Clare, Roscommon, and Mayo Kildare in the one day, mm. um, and they really wanted Donegal Armagh because that had that had something going for it, given the. The previous match in Ulster and so on and so forth. So stuff like that has come against them over the years. So they're probably looking at this this scenario now, going, we could get anything, mm. you know, and it could be a real. But you're right, like I mean, in terms of the bigger picture, I mean, the GA are looking at looking at cramming in the biggest GA intercounty season they've ever had into the smallest space possibly they've ever had. Um, and another, uh, one of the other compelling arguments for having Sky come in in 2014 was that the games that they were getting weren't going to be games that were going to be on RTE or anywhere else anyway. Mm. So now we've kind of gone the other way around. So it's like, well, if they're not on Diego, if you don't pay your, your money to watch Diego, there's a fair chance you're not going to see a huge amount of the championships. Now, 
we're sitting here speculating and chatting. We'll see what the GA's uh, offering is when 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 we see what the when, when we see what the media deal is. You know, maybe maybe they have these bases covered, and maybe there's a package there that's going to tick all these boxes. Yeah, the reporting as well as that Premier Sports and Virgin unlikely to swoop in and pick up any kind of deal. Yeah. Talk of BBC upping their coverage. I presume that would be Ulster football heavy, though. Well, not well, not necessarily. Like, well, it, certainly. I mean, that would be the emphasis. But I, we were certainly hearing during the season gone by that come the next round of, of of media deals that the BBC were going to be very, very much to the forefront. So, my understanding, and I think it's been reported, is that you know, you know, the way that Sky have had simulcasts simul- in terms of the All Ireland semi-finals and finals, mm. that's now going to jump across to the Beeb. The question I would have is, that's fine, but if it's is it going to be BBC Northern Ireland channels or is it going to be, say, for the All-Ireland Finals anyway, are the BBC actually going to broadcast the All-Ireland Finals? That would be an interesting question. Like Gary Lineker but, hosting? Well, well, I would hope so. I would hope so. That would be my thing. Michael, well, no, not Mike. Yeah, Michael Richards. Michael Richards still does match of the day from time to time, doesn't he? He does, yeah. Yeah, there you go. I'll have him. Um, but, you know, something like that. But, I mean, the, my point being that, the, the, again, a thing with Sky was that, okay, it was behind a paywall, but it was available to an entire nation. Yeah. Yeah, the entire of the United, the entire of the United Kingdom. If it's on, if those all our finals are on BBC Northern Ireland, that's great. Great for the people in Ulster to be able to see them on BBC. But you won't be able to watch them beyond there, as my understanding anyway, certainly, uh, unless you go tuning your, tuning your frequencies in on your, on, on, on your box, you know? Mm. OTB GAA. So from this vantage point, is it possible to have a sense of whether or not the average fan will be better served or uh, less so next year? Or do we, is, is it too early to even know? Ah, sure, I suppose. We'll, we'll know when we see the media deal. I guess if you have a Sky Sports subscription, you're going to be, you're going to be less served. Yeah. Because again, it's going to be this whole thing. It, it, these are games that wouldn't have been on anywhere else anyway. So now you're no. So in the totality, we're going to have less games as we stand up. But as I said, we don't know. We'll have to see what the what 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 the detail shows. I do think that, you know, in terms of Sky, when they came in when they came into the scene, obviously they took enormous flack, you know, for even being there, um, which always which always seems to me a bit odd. Um, I mean, it's you know, some people just were principled against it, just fundamentally putting your games behind the paywall, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. That had been done already with league matches with Satanta before that. So then suddenly the red line moves to, oh, well, championship games are different. Are they really? Um, so like, I, I could never quite understand that. And I think if we look at what they've brought to the whole scene, I think they've, it's been beneficial, I think, mm. you know, in terms of the, the quality of the analysis, the people they've brought, they've developed and brought through as pundits. Uh, they kind of brought that, I remember at the time describing it as Monday Night Football Light, um, the kind of the analysis element of it. They brought that. They brought that to Gaelic games just at a time when you know analysis was really coming into the fore in in GA and really starting to starting to shape football in Ireland. So you know they were they were right on they're right on the ball there. And I think you know by and large you know most of their pundits were excellent. Yeah. Uh, and you know when you have someone like you know Grainne McElwain, I think has been outstanding as a as a as, as a presenter. And you know. There'll be talk about who's going to present the night show that's on the game. I don't see no if Brian McAway ain't going to be on Sky, I don't see why she shouldn't be in the conversation to be presenting the Sunday game night show either. No, agreed. And again, you know, for all those people, as you said at the outset, it is a far more uh, serious conversation than us talking about what how it's all going to look uh, for Absolutely. viewers next year. Yeah. It's a, we're at an interesting juncture, aren't we, in that so much is changing in the 
format and the condensed season and the Sunday game, uh, the departure of Des Cattle prompted much discussion about even just the nature of that programme. And even I think Des did an interview uh, during the year of the Irish Independent where he was saying, look, in, in fairness, the number of games we're having to show I don't want to uh, misquote him, so I'll paraphrase him, but I got the impression he was saying, look, th- there's no room for this thing to breathe. We get yeah. X number of minutes between games. There are so many games, it's impossible for punters to have seen all the games. And maybe one show is no longer fit for purpose. Otherwise, we'll be on for seven hours if you want us to do it all uh, justice. So so even if the GA are, are, are thinking very seriously about how they package their product, again, not great words to use about um, the games, but you'll take the point, yeah. then they are going to have to really think about the broadcasting deal, not just Saturday and Sunday, but like how are we getting uh, our games out there? Uh, because the, the days of, uh, you know, and this will sound like a criticism of the Sunday game, it's not really, I just think it's a, a, a difficult reality. The days of presenter and two pundits, neither of the three have seen the game and they've shown three minutes of highlights and they have a minute and a half to say, well, you know, Offaly have always produced good footballers and they have lovely footballers and they, you know, they'd be, un- be, they'd be yeah. disappointed with today, next game. That's yeah. just not working for anyone anymore. You see, the way I see it is like the GA, or sorry, the Sunday game, I should say, it's, it could, it, again, it's, it's a microcosm of the GA itself. Like your, your inter-county competitions in the GA are reflected in all media, really, and how it's covered, right? So, if you've got this enormous inter-county competition that there is now, being shoehorned into one, like, okay, you got your live show, but like, like the live show is literally the live game. It's the nighttime show you're looking at and going, how are they shoehorning all of this stuff in? I mean, I don't know how they do it, to be honest. I mean, the Sunday game was essentially, was essentially based on Match of the Day back in 1978 when it, when it started. That's what they wanted, a highlight show uh, of matches, right? The enormous difference between the match between match of the day and the Sunday game is that if you're watching match of the day and let's say you're a, I don't know a Southampton supporter and you don't see much of Southampton this week, it's a good chance you're going to see enough of Southampton over the totality of the season that you'd be happy enough. Whereas with the Sunday game, if you're a Carlo Wicklow supporter, you've got maybe one or two shots, and if you don't see them, you're up in arms. So that's one constituency. Then you've got another constituency who want you know 21st century hardcore analytical stuff. Another group who are kind of casual re- watchers, they want, they want to be entertained. Mm. They just they, 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 they want the debate like that, that, you know, that you're kind of alluding to there. Let's just focus on issues and let's just have a debate, you know. Um, all of these, it's, it's an enormously broad church and it is impossible to please everybody. I mean, I actually feel enormous sympathy for fellas who are trying to have to put this back together now. Oh, it's not, and, and, and it's not possible. And, and just it's in, not. I, I'd, be, not. I'd be low to suggest, geez, we over here have a clock. I mean, what we do on a Monday is just ignore a whole bunch of games. Sure, sure. They, they don't have yeah. that right. You know, we, we hone in on one or two and get angry texts from the yeah. other uh, 28 counties saying, you haven't talked about our match. Exactly. I think, and I think you'll find that, I think you'll find that the case with an awful lot of media, not just radio, print, online, everything. That that media outlet is just going to focus on particular games and do their best job they can on that. I think if you ask anybody in RTE what they would like for Christmas is a Monday night show. So you could do either a spillover from the previous day or you split it so you could have your hurling and football championship stuff here and let's say your Talchin Cup stuff there and qualifiers and whatnot, something along those lines. Or you could also have a kind of a match of the day, match of the day two set up, not the same because it wouldn't, not, not, you know, the same, you know, photocopy kind of idea, but just two shows to, to spread the burden. I actually don't think it's going to be possible for RTE to actually carry out the job the way they would like to do it. 
uh, without two shows. It's going to be really, really difficult for them. Mm. Um, and look at, but look at this is the, the flip side of this as well is that you know the GA have done something here that I've I, I've always said it's the most incredibly socialist. It's like a socialist experiment. Like they have taken their golden goose, right, and plucked the feathers from it, squeezed it down into a very small window, and made it very, very difficult for the people who pay the money, the commercial end of things, um, to actually get the same value. So they're inevitably going to take a, 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 a loss in earnings here. Um, and, from, and from the point of view of the broadcasters and the media partners, it's very, very difficult to kind of start to say, well, why, why would we be given the same coverage when it's just so impossibly hard to do so? Mm. We're actually, we're, you know, it's, we're actually kind of bringing down our standards here a little bit. So it's, it's an amazing sort of, as you say, it's an amazing is the wrong word. It's, it's a really interesting juncture mm. in terms of trying to get the balance between the GA kind of looking towards the grassroots, the clubs trying to give enough space for those, possibly at the expense, uh, you know, of the commercial end of the operation, and then trying to balance that again then with their broadcast and media partners who are also looking at their investment and going, well, are we getting sufficient bang for our buck? So it's really, um, it's a turbulent time on, on, on all fronts. And obviously then you have a media deal in the middle of it kind of to sort of clarify everything everything for everybody in terms of their thinking. You know? Yes, well, that media deal revealed this week, so we'll see what it brings. Mick, pleasure. Thanks so much. No hassle, Joe. Cheers. Mick Foley there, The Sunday Times with us. OTB GAA.